This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh, well, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler on a Motes Host Wednesday as we continue this conversation on Steeler Nation Radio. AKA the Steelers Bliss is what we call our show. But more importantly, man, we have a podcast, okay? And with this podcast, because when you're listening to this, you hear it in podcast format. You see it's three segments, right? That's how you do podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. But with that, if you simply search our name, Steelers Blitz, and that's Blitz with a Z. I don't even want to get into this Because I was ready to Sometimes, listen, you. folks, you know, sometimes you yeah. got to stop digging yeah. with the shovel. Your whole, sometimes you just got to know when to take the L and keep it moving. Because I, I was ready. But that is Z. Still is blitz with a Z, like Zlatan, okay? So, if you check that out, wherever you get your podcast, you'll be able to hear all of these episodes that we have done uh, commercial-free. So, if you can't catch us live, you can catch us in the uh, on the replay mode, man. You but sure whatever you do, make sure you do it. And if you subscribe and leave a comment, five-star review or one-star review, none of that in between wishy-washy stuff. But if you leave a comment with said review, we will read that off for you. We haven't forgot about you. We're still here, Okay. I love it. I love it. And you know we're still here on the tweets. You cool if we get to some of these off emotes? Man, I want to hear from the people. Let's do it. All right. Um, but hey, hey, but I'm going to tell you now, don't you have me in here working overtime today. No, right? I won't. Hey, hey, I hey, won't. Because the one thing a wise man once told me in showbiz, you never work. You never work for free. For free. Every minute counts. We're gonna have to start. In, we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start invoicing the Steelers for hey, these extra minutes because we both dads now. That's right. You, you know. You know. We. Oh, we, you. You know. We got kids now. We got responsibilities. You know. I got the honey. You know. I got the honeydew shopping list Let's before go. I left the house. You know. I got to hit Target on the way home. I got to hit PetSmart on the way home. So, so, so every minute counts. Let's bounce back and forth. We've got some more Melvin Ingram tweets. We've yeah, got yeah. some, you know, some other shenanigans, hijinks, football-related questions, non-football-related questions, as we always do. I like this one from Calthrop, though, as kind of our maybe final layer to this Ingram yeah. conversation. Um, uh, Calthrop says, I do think, you know, like, we, we care about the players, too. Um I'm not begrudging Ingram for his money or his choices, but not riding to Cleveland, not being there on the sideline was the dagger for me. I think that's too, like kind of how you explained, I think fans perceive this too as you can be disgruntled, but there's the right way and the wrong way to be disgruntled. I will say this though. I don't feel like that was 100% his decision in terms of him not traveling. Just, Hmm. you know, we'll leave it at that. But I, I'm picking up what you're putting. Yeah, down. that that's. I <laughs> understand. It's, it's easy to go ahead and point those two and then put it on a, stuff that we were just talking yeah, about. The Steelers but, didn't but, want to but take that to Cleveland. Exactly. But then again, maybe yeah. the point would just be that he let it get to that point in the first place. Well, I would say both sides let it get to that point because I'm sure that Melvin. This wasn't his first time bringing this up, and I'm sure that the coaching staff had heard that as well. But I, the reason I say it's on both of them because with a player like Melvin, I just think that you could have found a common ground. Now, if he wanted his role expanded, that common ground is, okay, early in the season he didn't have an issue because he was playing a lot more early in the season. But now Alex has two really good games and you just completely wipe away his role. That's the part where those issues become more prevalent. And that's why I say if you're this team, you have to be able to manage that. You have to be able to find a common ground. Is taking five to ten snaps away from Alex and giving Melvin five to ten more, is that going to hurt Alex's feelings? Is that going to make him upset? I highly doubt it. But what that could do for Melvin is keep him engaged, keep him even more enthusiastic and wanting to be a part of this thing and being fine in that role. 
those are some of the things that I talk about the intricacies mm-hmm. of this just relationship sure, because sure. if it's different if Alex has been playing like we've seen in Seattle and like he played on uh in Cleveland if he's been doing that from week one that's different but at times it hasn't been yeah. as productive like that and when you look at their numbers statistically going into that Browns game they were pretty much identical I was gonna say Highsmith has identical. played 64 percent of the Steelers yeah. defensive snaps Ingram played 54 percent that's not terribly right. far off that's not TJ Watt, 80-some, 90%. And that's the thing. It's like you understand with TJ, sure, man, he's going to get his reps. He's out there he's until the he comes off. He's the best in his position off. in the NFL. But with Alex, I could totally understand a guy like Melvin who has been decorated, who has a Pro Bowl, who has double-digit sacks, who's been an every, uh, every down starter for multiple years in his career, not being okay with the status quo. And especially when you're looking, and like you said, six weeks in, and you're saying to yourself, well, hey, man, this dude isn't blowing me out the water in terms of stats, but yeah, he's playing more than me. Uh, you know, I, I think that we we could change this a little bit. I feel like if I was outside predominantly, maybe my numbers would be even better because mm. you have to remember, of They've those been, of those 50% of the snap, a lot of those are coming from he, the he's inside. inside. Yeah. yeah, he's the third guy that goes inside. So it's different. So all of those things play into that as well, man. That's why I was like I had a hard time trying to fault Melvin 100% in this. Does he play a role? 100% he does. But I couldn't put all the blame on him because the team, they, they could have done stuff. The team, they could have operated a little bit differently from my perspective. Now this is an interesting one. Wallace, uh, some breaking news that Wallace brings to our attention, and we'll all like this. And maybe this is, you know, if you don't cut bait in these situations, this is what it can turn into. Odell Beckham Jr. will not practice today, and the decision was made by the team. It's being reported that Beckham Jr. was ready to practice, and the team told him he was excused from attending. Appears to be a crossroads moment. But see, once again, Woo. right? Odell ah, was shame. ready to practice. It's but a no, shame no. the Browns are in chaos again. It's such a shame. I get that part, and, and I do <laughs> like the, I like how we're going to get on them. But to me, I just have, you know that's all I care about. Well, because for me, I look at it from the player. I'm always a player guy. And I they're going to make this an Odell thing where you heard, what did he say? Odell was ready to practice. It wasn't Odell saying that he didn't want to show up. It wasn't Odell saying he's not going to come to work. Odell was ready to practice. Oh, yeah. So, once again, it's like, but this is going to go on his rap sheet. And the team is going to get away scot-free with it, right? The team, hey, man, the team is perfect. Teams hey. can't do no wrong. But Odell, they're going to oh, tell you he's cancer. Tell you you can't win with that guy. And it's like, well, you know how that, do you, you come to that gonna, conclusion, You already though? know they're going to insulate the quarterback at all costs. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand how do you come to that conclusion Based on his actions. I know Odell's left some plays out there to be made. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like there's been a lot of times that he's been open and that quarterback ain't even looking his way. But again, I'll allow it. Yeah. So sorry, Cleveland. I'm so sorry. Our buddy uh, Steeler Nation 920, Moats, what's the hard- who's, who's the person that, that made you laugh the hardest in an NFL locker room? It's between James Harrison and D'Angelo Williams. Okay. D'Angelo, D'Lo, man, that dude is is a riot. And yeah. the thing, too, with him is it doesn't matter what time of the day. He always wants to be loud. He's always going to have a joke. But you catch him on one of them days where he's a little upset. He's in his feelings. That's when you can really get him. His response is just so crazy because they're so genuine, but he's miserable at the same time. Yes. But, yeah, for him, man, he's had us, like, crying, like, legit tears before. And the same with James. The difference with James is, like, because – you know, it's a little more personal. It's like, man, some of the stuff we joke about is like, all yeah. right, bro, we can't talk about this everywhere, all right? But with yeah. the it was like, oh, you got a little bit more room. You, we, we can all laugh about this together here. But yeah. 
definitely, definitely those two. Steeler Nation 920's got his three questions. All right, so that was one. Second one was, Wes, who's your favorite Pittsburgh athlete of all time? Growing up, Yinzer. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. When I was a kid, my answer would have been uh, Joey Porter and Alex, Koval- and Alex Kovalev, the, the winger for the Penguins, the saucy Russian winger for the Penguins. Now, you know, 15 years later, 16 years later, uh, it is by far, it's a two-horse race. It's 1A and, and 1B. It's uh, it's Troy Polamalu and it's Sidney Crosby. T-P. I mean, it's 43 and it's 87. 50-50, dead split. Can't go wrong with uh, them dudes. And I don't think there'll ever be anybody that'll be able to top those two. Um, both for the what they did for this organization, the championships and the memories they brought to me growing up, and because they are both just two of the best humans you could ever want to be around, and they've done many great things off the mm-hmm. field and off the ice as well. Um, and I know Mozi agrees because I know he got mad love for those two. Only two, has only been. two other jerseys outside of myself that's hung up in the crib. And the third one from Steeler Nation is: I need to know what each of you what is your favorite cut of meat? Ooh, saucy. Man. Oh, I mean, there's a bunch uh, that I, I love, say, but yeah. I, I always come back to it's. It's got to be filet or ribeye. It just depends what day of the week it is. <sighs> See, for me, I love my ribeyes, but at the same time, also I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strip guy. I know you are. You, I'm we've had this conversation guy, bro. before. I don't yeah. have an issue with a strip, man. Give me, give me a nice old New York strip, man. I'm gonna get it in. So I'm going I'll go ribeye or strip. That that was be my two. Since you went ribeye or fillet, yeah. Get it. Just said you know, porterhouse if you wanted to. Throw a little T-bone in that thing. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. I like the three questions though. Let's I do go. too. Those were good Let's questions. Go. Uh, Sensei says, forget forget all this trade talk. Need to know how you guys like our new Tomlinism. We're fitting eight pounds in a five-pound bag. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know what that means. Well, Maybe it looks like when my wife tries to pack for vacation. <laughs> see, for us, he, he's giving us this, that analogy, but he... <laughs> we laughed about it the first time so bad that he started to alter it. He was like, we're just looking for eight pounds of meat. Because he was ta- he talked about how uh, lions, right? And, <laughs> and lioness, when they're on the on the pride, they have to have a certain amount of food in their system to survive every day. And it was eight pounds of meat. So he would always talk about how when we're on the road, we're on these places, we got to get our eight pounds. So hearing him say, it's just the eight pounds and a five pound bag, we like, Coach, don't do it. Don't bring that up again, bro. Coach, come on. Come on now. We, 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 we didn't got you before you about this now, Coach. You tried that joke in your stand-up a- a- exactly. routine a couple years ago, <laughs> and it fell flat, all right? <laughs> you, you tried it, and, we, and you know how it went. Why are you doing that? <laughs> you got crickets from the crowd on that one a couple years ago, Coach. Let's, no, no, no. let's not recycle that one. Crickets probably would have been better. <laughs> you at least only, they make noise. You can only imagine how this conversation went. He's like, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, Sensei wants to know, and I would imagine that this would be purely speculative, but he uh, wants to know if you think there's any chance that the concussion could affect Chris Boswell's kicking when he returns. Um, absolutely could. I mean, I I mean when you talk so. about concussions, that's a cognitive thing. Yeah. Uh, messes with your vision, uh, maybe headaches, light, your maybe focus, lights, the lights. Maybe loud absolutely. noises. Absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. plenty that could be uh, altered with that. Um, and it is funny to me, not necessarily the injury, but more so the temperament around the injury, right? When you hear Coach Tomlin talk about Boz and the protocol, yeah, you know, I'm not really concerned about it. No new uh, no new things have really popped up. But if there's any other player, when they're in the protocol, we're all like, man, it's no guarantee that player's going to be back this week. So, you know what I mean? You got nine, you sleep. But because the kicker, I tell you, man, kickers don't matter till you need them. And kickers don't matter till you need them. So it's like, hey, man, shake them, shake them cobwebs. Like, you be all right, bro. You good. It's just it was your first one? Oh, it's the first one. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. He feel like he important now. 
Our buddy Don Juan checking in. All the fans need to stop playing GM. Kevin Colbert, I trust. He's got something to do with this six-round pick to turn it into something. Uh, Brian wants to know, how big of a confidence boost is this for Alex Highsmith? How do you think he's feeling? That's a good question. No, this is a big confidence boost for him because essentially the team said, we're choosing you over Melvin being disgruntled. If they would have kept Melvin and altered, you know, the playing time and done all these accommodations to keep Melvin happy, well, then if you're Alex, you're asking yourself, well, how long is my leash? Am I legitimate the starter or am I just a guy that you're using, you know, in the meantime until his postseason time and then you're going to make this switch on us? We've seen them do that before. So if you're Alex, you got to be extremely excited because you know that they are saying they're buying into you. If not – you know, going forward in terms of the, uh, next season and so forth, but at least for this season right now, they didn't go out there and make any other moves to bring anybody in. Right. They didn't sign a free agent to upgrade the depth behind you. No. They simply said, hey, we're going to roll with Taco and Derek Tuska. So if you're Alex and TJ, what does that mean? You can't get hurt. Stay on the field. Play to your tongue come out. It means we got a lot of faith in yeah, you guys. It, it's that simple, man. So if you're Alex, man, you definitely got to be excited about that. But knowing Alex's temperament, knowing his character – this helps him even more because he's not the type of guy where he gets his confidence boost and he's going to take his foot off the pedal either. I agree with that. He's going to be the type of guy that says, well, you know, I want to reward that yeah. belief in me. I want you to know that, hey, I appreciate this and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make you like you're right. And that's why I like Alex so me too. much, man. I love that me kid too. so much. And that, let's man. not underestimate, too, as we've talked about, yeah, he's getting money, but he's not getting money. Oh, no, he's still, he's not, still he on that he's, puppy child right now, man. For that. He's still yeah. fighting for that, that long-term contract, yeah, too. He's he, he, he a thousandaire. Um, speaking of, you know, free agent signings, bringing people in, we've gotten asked this twice today. Uh, Julie tweeted and asked about it. Rod Dalla did as well, too. Your thoughts on potentially bringing in a guy like Deshaun Jackson? I mean, if or I shouldn't say a guy like. They both want to know your thoughts on yeah. bringing in Deshaun Jackson. Well, no, I, I'll put it like this. Um. In the role that he would be, he would be the third receiver. He would be the guy to take the top off the defense. And for those that ask how many snaps he would get, I mean, he would essentially take on Ray Ray McLeod's role in the offense because they are similar, but the difference is Deshaun is Deshaun, whereas Ray Ray is like a Deshaun light or, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like, hey, hey, you got, you got the Walmart and then you got the great value, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's certain levels to it, you know? And Deshaun, he <laughs> is Deshaun. Brand. He's Deshaun Watson for a reason. He takes top. I mean, he's Deshaun Jackson for a reason. He takes tops off defenses. He's an elite return man. I mean, he is a scary guy. If you're a coordinator, you have to account for where he is when he is on the field. Right now, Ray Ray, we're not saying he can't grow into that, but he's currently not that right now. And to me, that's the biggest difference. So if you're talking about a guy like Deshaun, yeah. But you also got to ask, is the interest there from Deshaun? Because you have to also remember that he is a guy that is going to get frustrated. He is a guy that if he's burning people and the throws aren't, consistently where they need to be, he will voice his opinion. He's maybe Melvin Ingram, too, in that regard. If he's not happy, oh, I, he's going to let say he's worse. He's done it now. He's done this multiple locations. times. Yeah. But his talent has always warranted it. So knowing where we are quarterback-wise and how, you know, he may be on the decline. That, that That's a nice way to put it for some people. If you throw Deshaun out there with that situation and that ball is not where it needs to be consistently enough – He's just going to create some more issues for me personally. That's how I look at it. Now, maybe he's turned over a new leaf, but it's just fine. I find it hard that with the role that he had, with the offense that he was playing in, and the success that their team was having, for him to be that upset, hometown, get me up out of there. 
I just don't. I don't and see that's how, a really good team, too, exactly. that's got a chance to that, win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and an elite quarterback. Let's be real about it. Stafford, he's balling out. He's not on a decline. I just I just don't know if the interest will be there mutually. And I get the whole, what's well, the Steelers, man? Players want to come here. It's different now. That's all we'll say. It's a little different. Arthur Motes, according to uh, Jake Trotter, who covers the Cleveland Browns for ESPN, it appears that they are in the process of getting ready to release Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, Lord. Now he's going to end up in Baltimore. He's going to end up in Kansas City, and we're going to have to see this guy on a team that actually does have a chance to make some noise. But what if he were to come here? I mean, I don't think we need – like, I, if I'm making my list of the areas where I'd like for the Steelers to add wide receiver, even with Juju being out, that would still be low down the list. We're talking supply and demand. But we're talking – hey. Supply and demand is that simple. We can ask – we can want linemen all we want. Right. Are there linemen available? None to OBJ's caliber You, you of can want depth rushers all you want. Are they available? None to OBJ's level of uh, of talent and, and caliber. So you mean to tell me right now we're one hamstring away from a chase or Deontay going down to now that right, rotation? Fine, I oh, my mind. okay. Just, I want him okay. to come back, especially okay. for Monday night, okay. January third against Cleveland. Okay, I was three just three touchdowns I was against just the Browns. Curious. Remember That's when all. he was a giant mm-hmm. and they played the Eagles and he had that game yeah. where he went off and he crawled mm-hmm. like a dog and he peed on the Eagles logo I'm in familiar. the end zone? Actually, I'm not familiar with that. You don't remember that? Why was I in it? It was watch. almost like the remember the no, old no, no, Miss no, no. Mississippi you, State you remember, guy. You remember. I wasn't watching it like that day. That's true. I, I, I'm and you familiar. Remember, yeah. This is when I was working with exactly. The Eagles too, That's so. what I was like. I would never have noticed. We need Odell to do that, but against yeah. the brands. But I'm just saying, man. The brands. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna entertain Deshaun Jackson, that's Ooh, all. Oh, Rod Dallas says, let's be honest. Odell's going to the Titans. Mm. See, they're another team. I mean, I think they'd like a, some running back help more than. Well, they just signed the ageless wonder. Why? Let's just. Like, why doesn't he go to the Rams or why doesn't he go to the Cowboys? Send him to the NFC. All right. I mean, most sense is Packers. That makes the most there sense. There we go. There we go. I'm fine with that. You know why? Because I'd much rather see the Packers win the Super Bowl than see Tom Brady get another one. We just trying to get us to the Super Bowl though. Well, yeah. Come on, man. Stop. Obviously. Stop, but stop, we're stop, talking stop, NFC. Stop that fan negativity. We're talking NFC. Stop fan negativity, man. It we're don't matter. We're talking NFC. If we not winning, it doesn't matter, man. If we not winning, it doesn't matter. But well, that's my whole I thought I would kind of agree. Though. If the Steelers are winning the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter with the yeah. caveat of, my goodness, we do not. Tom Brady's already got more than any organization himself. He so, doesn't need hey, to so, increase, so it ain't going to hurt if he increases it. He ain't going to need to increase that margin. <laughs> to me, I would. I, it wouldn't hurt me seeing him win an eighth one versus if can, Cleveland won one. Can I tell you, can I tell yeah. you a, a really oh, Baltimore. funny story? Oh, Baltimore. Baltimore won one. Can I tell you a really yeah. funny story real quick? Mm-hmm. I had a friend, Adam, in college. Not Adam Crowley, because he was a friend in college, too. Different friend named Adam in college who was um, a big Detroit Lions fan. Okay, mm-hmm. So, obviously, he's a disgruntled football fan, poor yeah. guy. Um, and he, clearly, he doesn't like Sundays too he much. He clearly has no love for the Green Bay Packers as yeah. a Lions fan. When the Steelers and the Packers played in, I believe it was Super Bowl 45? Is that correct? That sounds about right. 46? When the, when, the, when the Steelers and the Packers played in the Super Bowl, um, my buddy, we, it was like in the, you know, we were, I was in college, we were having a big party. Yeah. There was a, you know, a bunch of Steelers fans there, a couple Packers fans there, big, big college party, right? Um, and it's in lead up to the game, and I'm talking with Adam, and I'm like, I'm like, so you got to be pulling for the Steelers, right? Huh? And he was like, kind of. He's like, but let me tell you my predicament. Oh, here we go. He's like, my predicament is, is that one, I hate the Packers, and I don't want to see them have any success, but at this time, right? The Patriots were four-time champions, I think. Yeah. You know, Cowboys and Niners, five. Steelers were the only team with six. Right. 
He goes, you know I love you. He goes, but you Steeler fans can be a little insufferable. Rightfully so, but you can mm-hmm. be a little insufferable. He goes, I just don't know if I want to live in the wor- in a world where the Steelers have seven and nobody else even has six. <laughs> he goes, this you guys true, would man. be unbearable. And that's how I feel about Tom Brady, all right? But He's see, Brady in a fans world- aren't like that, though. Patriot oh, fans. Pa- no, 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 no. Patriot fans are definitely like that. Same way we talk about Steeler fans being like that at times. But I don't feel like necessarily Brady fans to that same extent. You're not, they're not as bad as Boston fans. Correct. You're, you're, and, and that's what right I'm saying. It, it's a distinct difference. We, we know the difference between oh. Patriot fans oh, we do. and a Brady fan. It, it, it's different. It's different. That's all. Uh, Catherine says, loved hearing about Coach Tomlin bombing, trying out oh, yeah, <laughs> different yeah. versions of Tomlinisms. I picture the team looking at him like a He'll dad throw some like, bro, who bombed when he tried out his new dad joke <laughs> at dinner. Or we just go start frying him like, Coach, like you said, what? Like, just first off, just think about what you just said out your mouth, Coach. You know what you just said out your mouth? Is that that's what you want representing you? Is Are you sure that's how you want to live, Coach? You don't want co- – co- co- come on now, Coach. You the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach now, baby. Hey, <laughs> coach, hey. why don't you put your new balances <laughs> on while you make that joke? I'm about to say, I mean – Take this T-shirt into your sweatpants next time. Why don't you? <laughs> Not taking a shot at anybody that takes their shirt in their sweatpants, you know, but you catch our drift. <laughs> you know what Coach Tomlin did this morning? He woke up, he took a swig of his coffee, and he said, wow, man, it's really cold outside. Yep, yep. It's frost on a- the grass, as kids. He, as he was reading his newspaper, old school style, with, with it in his hand. No, no technology. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Lexi tweets us and says, I think the trade needed to happen for team peace, but the loss uh, of on-field productivity and security is worrisome. I'm listening to you guys while prepping dinner. Let's go. What's for dinner? Air frying some bacon and caramelizing some onions. Let's go. My house smells amazing. Well, Lexi, the house smells amazing uh-huh. and sounds amazing, too. So it sounds like you know, w- 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 once that food is finished up, man, s- send us a picture so we can live vicariously through you. I was I like a little bacon. Yeah. Caramelized onion. Come on. Now you speak that my now. language. That's my, that's my language Come right there. Uh, Steeler Nation 920, our, our resident Wisconsin fan, says, I just puked in my mouth a little bit with that story. The Packers are never allowed to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if it's them or Tom Brady, they're allowed in my book. Mm-mm. I am not agreeing with that one. You know, I just I hate reruns. All right, let somebody else win it. And it's all fun and games until oh, now the Packers won another one and another one and another one. And now you got another team in the conversation. Brady ain't gonna play forever, so I ain't worried about that. Eventually, well, that's gonna stop. I don't know. You, we've been saying that now no, no, for no, like no, no, six no, no. years. But forever is still different. We think about how long the NFL's been going on. If he plays thirty seasons, I would be surprised. He's already playing in like forty some percent of the Super Bowls. I'm with you on that, but it's only one that you're chasing. Let San Fran win another one. Let Dallas win another one. Now we ain't looking so pretty. Changes the perspective. Those teams ain't winning this year. Yeah, all right, you say that. The Cowboys are all right, but the NFC is loaded. I hear you. I hear you. Loaded. I hear you. Nobody thought Brady was going to win it last year either. Just remember that. All right, do you really want me to tick off our <laughs> listeners? And probably you too? I would rather see the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year than the Bucks. That's where I'm at with just be- I don't I really don't hate Tom Brady like a lot of people do. I don't, I don't love Tom Brady, but I don't hate Brady Tom Brady. Fans are worse than Cowboys fans? I'm just sick of it. You think Brady fans no, I don't. are worse than Cowboys? No, I don't, fans? but I've never really had to deal with Cowboys fans. Yeah. Because I've had they to haven't been, been relevant with Brady for 30 well, years now. That's because the like. Cowboys have been relevant. Correct. Man, remember my folk, man, we Cowboy fans where I'm from. So oh, yeah, that, that nigga heard yeah, it. Oh, there's yeah. plenty out in Philly. That's what I say. Yeah, like they, the they would love cultural it. Cultural shock yeah. thing to me the three years that I lived in Philly were how many Cowboys fans yeah, there were. Absolutely, there. man. Absolutely. But yeah, you 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 haven't had to experience that. 
Brady fans, no, 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 no. They, they, no, they're not scratching the surface of Cowboy fans. Cowboy fans are, I feel like they are the know, elite of the elite in terms like, of we're just already being just. Have to oh. hear about Brady being the goat for the rest of our lives. He's he, he need, He's I, That's what I mean. Does he really need more ammunition in 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 those on, uh, you know on that on that tool belt? I'm just saying, you know. Hey, but you know he has Spygate, so there we go. Just yeah, boom. And deflate gate. He eats avocado yeah. ice cream. Boom. There, I mean, there we who's go. really got the yeah. I got McDonald's on yeah. the way to work today. Tom Brady ate some huh. avocados. Who's really winning? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As we start to wrap this thing up, Steel City Champs <laughs> has got three for us. Uh who would you give the advantage to? Who's better? Steelers defensive line or Bears defensive line? Whew. So two good ones. Well, to me, Steelers, because uh, Khalil Mack, he's still dealing with a foot injury right now. It is true. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. But I was going to say Steelers, best player in Cam Hayward. Bears, maybe more talented top to bottom. But if Khalil Mack's not playing, that's a different conversation. Yeah, because he, he missed last game. Um, it's still up in the air if he's going to play this week or not. But, yeah, he's been dealing with a foot injury. So, yeah, I'm that bad. Julie agrees with me. I'm so sick of Brady and his stupid face on any team. I agree. He just got a creepy face. And you know what's really funny? Go back and look at him when he's like 28, 29 years old. His, he's, he's losing his hairline and his face is all chubby. And now somehow, you know, he looks like prime Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Give me a break. But that's not creepy that a, face. Is that a bad thing? Yes. So you want to look not good? Like J. Cole said. All right, what? <laughs> I'm not gonna front and sit around like I ain't oh. talk about it, but I keep Bro. my crooked smile. <sighs> I don't see I don't see J Cole me. winning any you glamour contest. No 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 no. I haven't seen J Cole ever been viewed as good looking or winning a well, glamour Tom contest. Brady wasn't until he started spending a, a lot of money exactly. on Exactly. So why are we fall? That's like that's like when I see people. No, I'm just saying. No it's no, 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 no You know what it reminds me of? I'm just saying. It's when, when people hate on Kim Kardashian, man, I can't believe. Oh, this is oh, okay. Okay, it sounds good, but I bet how many people would, if they saw her, would say, man, she is gorgeous. Or would they, if they had just, they would talk to her. That's all I'm saying. I, it, I just find it funny. I just find it funny. I That's like all. all natural. You know, Arthur, I just find it funny, you man. You call me the good, the good hair. I just find it funny. That's it. all. We, all na- Why are you wearing glasses then? That doesn't improve my beauty. That makes me look worse. No, if I cared no, about no, my no, beauty, no, no, I'd be no, no, putting no. in contacts. No, no. You wearing glasses, right? Yeah, because all I, natural. Cause I go all natural. Looks. Go all natural. Take the glasses off and no, go and walk no, around as you can. Not the same as Botox. Oh, don't so, you try and play. So that. You, you picking and choosing? Oh, you no, picking, I'm not and picking and choosing? No, My handsomeness does not affect my safety behind the wheel of a car. You're picking and choosing. Uh, you're, you're, you're apples you're to oranges on that one. My eyesight affects the what? safety of other humans every time I get behind the wheel of a car. So it sounds. So time out. Time out. No one's life is on the line. So it sounds like you should you should go get you somebody to drive you. You wild with that. You know they got Ubers and Lyfts out here. You wild. They got Ubers. And lifts out here. That's all. Mozi, I am the good hair, right? Uh huh. If I start losing it, I start losing it. I'm in my 30s. If I start losing it, I start losing it. I ain't. I don't need my creepy face and spend all this money to artificially so, so, make so myself look good. So why do people good. go to the dentist and get fillings? And... That's health related. That's all I'm saying. All this all natural. All this. Oh, we don't need to alter anything. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Botox you, you, you is not covered by your health insurance. Dental is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> not, not, not all. Not all. Eyeglasses are covered by your insurance as well. So if we're gonna play that game, that's all I'm saying, baby. All we right, can't we, pick and choose. We rush real quick, yeah. real quick. I love it when we get distracted like this. Uh, one entree that's always made or had in your house. That's it. That's the question. Yeah, what's oh. one entree that's always made or always had in your house? Tacos on Taco Tuesday. Little Gray, he always has tacos. Otherwise, he gets upset. We don't want Little Gray upset. Not at all. <laughs> 
Oh man! I, I thought it was like more my, to like a special entree on this day or on that. I ain't know, yeah, yeah. My my wife and I are huge Saturday Sunday breakfast people. Mm, okay, you know, cause like working throughout yeah. the week, we get yeah. up on Saturdays and Sundays. We throw down when it comes to breakfast. I can that's the that. staple. That's the staple in the Euler house. That's what we do when we grow too, man. Saturdays, I think. Mosey, we're forty three seconds over. Don't don't get mad at me. All right, what are I'll, you I'll doing, shut up now, bro? We're about to get it? fined. Come on, man. So. Ladies on, and gentlemen. We're, in, we're invoicing SNR for this extra Oh, you minute, better believe right? it, man. You better believe it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give a shout-out to my producer who doesn't know how to keep track of time, Wesley Euler. Everybody tweet this man and tell him that vision is not the same as hairlines and Botox. Thank you. <sighs> God bless. Tip your waiters. We'd also like to give a shout-out to our co-host, partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler. Who's just gonna age perfectly and you know, he'll go quietly into that dark night. Not everybody wants to go quietly into that dark night. Why do you think people no, die there? Hair- no, no, fine, shh, but don't tell me how shh, handsome you are. Shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm a perfect 10 model, don't, don't, baby. Don't be loud and wrong. You can be wrong. Just don't be loud and wrong, okay? No, that's the only way. It's 2021 in America, no? That's the only way to be. Yeah. So with that being said, Power Grip Megawatts, as always, is definitely a blast with y'all, man. Keeping the show alive this is what we do. Love you. And, uh, yeah, we will see you, or you will hear us, same time, same place, tomorrow, oh, knuckleheads. It's first Thursday show in a minute. It is the first Brian Thursday Becco. show in a minute. Good friend of the do, show. Do me a favor. Don't let me forget to text him tomorrow because it's been a while. Hey, 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 and, and, and just remember, no music. No music. We don't want to get in We're trouble. Have to, we'll, we'll do it for Yes, him, right? but we don't want to get in trouble. Okay, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a blast, but you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Nation. There it is. Radio. Ooh, talk to me.